does children's ministry really make a difference? Or is it just babysitting? Is it just a support system for the adult worship service? Or could God be up to something bigger with our smallest disciples? If you'd like to hear more, then stick around because that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Simple Kidman Podcast, episode 25. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and we boil it down to the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jason Byerly, a guy who has been serving in children's ministry for a long time, but it seems like only a few years because you know what? Time flies when you're having fun. And my favorite people on the planet, they are folks just like you who serve God's kids. Now let's get real for a second. You, you are amazing because what you do, it's really hard. You don't get a lot of credit, but you stick with it because you love Jesus, you love kids, and you believe that God is using you for something bigger. But let's be honest. Sometimes you probably wonder, don't you? Sometimes you probably wonder if that's true. You may wonder if it's worth it. You may wonder if what you're doing really matters. Is what you're doing really ministry or is it just babysitting? Well, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you can probably guess my opinion on that question, but today I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you where I've had a front row seat watching God at work over the decades, changing hundreds of lives through this incredible thing we call children's ministry. And the first life I ever saw changed by this world-changing, history-making, planet-shaking ministry, well, that was my own. Now, today's episode is going to be a little autobiographical, but bear with me. There are going to be some principles that are going to encourage you and challenge you and equip you wherever you happen to be serving God's kids. Okay, let me take you back to 1993. Whitney Houston was on the radio every five minutes with her number one hit, I Will Always Love You from The Bodyguard. That was the year of Whoop, there it is, Hey Jealousy, Two Princes, In the Still of the Night, and A Whole New World. But as for me, it was a year when my world was falling apart. I was a junior in college. My parents had just gone through a really painful divorce. And as an only child, I was right in the middle of it, caught up with it all. It was really, really hard. And at the same time, I was just going through some stuff on my own. Long story short, I ended up in this season where everything I thought I could count on in my life was blown apart. I was a mess. I was in an emotional pit and honestly, I couldn't see a way out. It was a really dark time. To sum it up, I was hopeless, purposeless, and as lost as you could be. But in the fall, I transferred to a new college to get a fresh start and got involved with a campus ministry. I was going to a weekly worship service, a Tuesday night Bible study, and pretty much any social activity they had. I was desperate for friends, and I was looking for answers and just trying to find some hope and purpose for my life. Now, this was the first time I'd ever experienced biblical community, and I didn't understand it, but I wanted more of it. So when I found out that my friends were going on a mission trip to Central Mexico over Christmas break, I wanted in. I just wanted to be with my friends. But it didn't look like I was going to be able to go. My mom was in the middle of a serious health crisis, and I really didn't know if she was going to pull through. I didn't have the money to go. I had a million reasons why I needed to stay home. Yet I kept feeling this tug, this certainty that for some reason I was supposed to be on this trip. So a day or two before they left, I called up my campus pastor and I asked him if there was any way to figure it out. And he told me to pack my stuff. He'd make it work. 
So at the crack of dawn, we jumped into this rickety old van from the 1970s, and we began the 1,700-mile drive to San Luis Potosi, Mexico, where I would spend the next week of my life at a children's home called Casa de Niños, doing for the first time what I would later learn to call children's ministry. We did a VBS and street carnival, played with kids all week, and in the midst of that, God was working on my heart. There is something about serving kids that softens your heart in a way that nothing else I've ever seen can do. And my heart needed some major softening. As Kyle Eidelman puts it in his book, Not a Fan, I was a fan of Jesus, but I wasn't following him. But God was bringing me to the place where I knew I had to make a choice. Now, Casa de Niños has this flat roof that overlooked the city and the mountains beyond it. And it was this amazing place just to get alone and pray. I was up there early one morning talking to God, and I remember very clearly feeling God impressing this thought on my mind and my heart. It's time to choose. You're one guy around your Christian friends. You're another guy around everyone else on campus. Just make up your mind. I couldn't stop thinking about Ephesians 4, about putting off the old self and putting a new self on, created to be like God. I wanted that new self so much. And so right then and there, on the roof of this home that was dedicated to serving and loving kids, I told God, I was all in. I said, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but I'm yours. I want to be a new person. I want a fresh start. I want to follow you. Now, looking back 25 years later, I think it is absolutely hysterical and totally appropriate that God called me to surrender my life to him on the roof of a children's ministry, the very thing that would become one of the greatest joys of my life for the next quarter century and counting. Now, children's ministry didn't save me, but it changed me. It was through the experience of serving God's kids that my heart was prepared to receive God's grace. And in the 25 years since then, I've watched one person after another make the same naive mistake I did, underestimating the life-changing power of children's ministry. Now, not only do we see kids' lives transformed through the children's ministry at the church where I serve, but also leaders and parents and even staff as God works and moves and brings his kingdom to life in the hearts of families and the people who serve them. And my favorite part about it, my favorite part about it is that most people never see it coming. We are flying under the radar. It is a total stealth ministry. Children's ministry is what I call the Trojan horse of the local church. You remember the story about the Trojan horse, right? Well, children's ministry is much the same. It looks all sweet and innocent on the outside, but inside it is full of battle-hardened spiritual warriors who are ready to take the city for God. Children's ministry is a Holy Spirit ambush just waiting to happen. Just ask my friend Alex. When she was in fourth grade, she was asking questions about baptism. And so the family asked if I could meet with them and walk through some scriptures with them together. And when we were done having that conversation, I looked across the table at Alex and I asked her what she thought. Was she ready to make this decision? She said, absolutely. Then she turned to her dad and said, how about you? Now, this was really awkward, but also really awesome. And as a result, a couple of weeks later, her dad was baptized and then he turned around and baptized Alex. And we now have this experience at our church called Kid Splash, where we intentionally invite parents to hear the gospel along with their kids. And because of the conversation that happened with Alex and her dad, we created a moment in Kid Splash where we ask parents to consider making a decision to be baptized and follow Jesus themselves. Now, we had 279 people at our first Kid Splash in August of 2009. By October of that year, 36 of those people were baptized and 12 of those were parents. And we've continued to see that happen ever since. When God starts working in the lives of kids, it's really amazing to see what it does to the adults. 
and they come to an event like Kid Splash thinking it's a fun little children's ministry thing and get blindsided by a powerful presentation of John 3.16 that's just hard to ignore, especially when your kid is sitting across the table asking you all kinds of questions about it. By the way, that little girl, Alex, she graduated out of children's ministry and eventually came back to serve as an actor and a worship leader and a small group leader. And when she was in high school, even did an internship with us. And then at 21, she became the first kid I ever had in children's ministry to come and work on our staff. While she was in college, she spent a couple of years with us as a weekend producer for our largest children's ministry environment. And she had the opportunity to share the gospel with hundreds of kids week after week. But that's just one story out of dozens I could share with you today about people who underestimated the power of children's ministry. I could tell you about Gretchen. Gretchen was longing for a personal relationship with God. So she started attending our old Saturday night service back in the day when we had those. And she heard us do a recruiting announcement from stage one week. And so she started serving in our preschool environment. And there she learned the Bible for the very first time, sitting in the preschool large group teaching along with the kids. And because she was welcomed into a loving community where she got to know people and become known, she asked her children's ministry coach to baptize her a few months later. I could tell you about my daughter who, when she was six, invited our neighbor to come to children's ministry with her one Sunday. Well, and the next thing I knew, the girl's brother and her mom were going to come with her. I'd never once invited them to church, but my evangelistic six-year-old wasn't as timid as I was. And the next week... The mom and the kids came back along with their dad and they've been coming now for years and they invited other neighbors who came and invited their adult kids and their grandkids and now at least four people last time i counted have been baptized out of what started as an invitation from a kindergartner now you would think by now i of all people would stop underestimating the power of children's ministry but sometimes still that trojan horse sneaks past you until god springs into action and you realize when you're dealing with children's ministry you are handling spiritual dynamite and that doesn't just go for the kids and leaders and the parents but also for our staff team i've worked with so many children's staff over the years and it's been amazing to watch god work in them Children's ministry, it's a leadership training ground, a boot camp for learning ministry skills that who knows how God might use in the church somewhere down the road. Just ask our lead executive pastor or one of our teaching pastors or our multi-site director or our communications team leader or one of many, many other folks currently serving on our church staff or on other church staffs who started off leading in children's ministry at the church where I serve. These people are what I call our legacy team because the legacy of children's ministry is being lived out through their leadership and influence every day. I bet none of them saw it coming either, how God was working in their life, not just working through them, but working in them to use their time in children's ministry to prepare them for the next assignment. But that's just what God does. He's in the growth business, the life change business, and that happens in every department across the church, even the one place many would least suspect it children's ministry. Now, I was reminded of this powerful truth a few years ago when we had this little guy with Down syndrome who was attending our preschool environment. Now, from the first day he started coming, our leaders and staff instantly fell in love with this kid, especially Lisa, a small group leader in his room. This little guy may be the single sweetest kid I have ever known in children's ministry, but he didn't just come to church just to be ministered to. He came to minister. One day when his mom came to pick him up, he asked if he could pray for Lisa. His mom explained that he likes to pray for people. So Lisa said, yes, of course. And he came up and put his hand on her head, closed his eyes and began to pray over her. 
And to this day, Lisa cannot talk about that moment without tearing up. It was an incredibly powerful experience. And I guarantee you that because of this little guy, she'll never be the same. You see, once again, God showed up that day in children's ministry working in ways you'd never expect, just like I've seen him do over and over and over and over again. Children's ministry, it really is the Trojan horse of the local church. So I tell everyone, consider yourself warned. Be careful if you bring your kids or your friends or if you volunteer to serve in children's ministry because at any moment, God may just spring into action and take you by surprise. So is children's ministry real ministry? Well, if it's not, I don't know what is. There's nothing wrong with babysitting, but that's not what this is about. This is life change. And what you're doing right now to serve and teach and lead God's kids wherever you're at, whatever stage you're in, it is worth it. And that brings us to our verse for the day. John 5, 19 in the NLT, it says, So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. See, Jesus is saying, I see where the father's at work and what he's up to, and so I just copy that. I'm going to do whatever he does. And if you want to dive deeper into that idea, check out the book Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby, because it's a great reminder for me to keep my eyes on what God is up to in the world around me and to join him there. That's why I have spent so many years in children's ministry, because I see the father at work in the lives of kids, leaders, and parents, and I love getting to be just a small part of that. And though some days are really, really hard, I would not miss out on watching God at work like this for anything in the world. Now, our simple takeaway today is God is changing lives through children's ministry. Never forget it. In fact, you might want to personalize that and say God is changing lives through my children's ministry. God is changing lives through me. Why don't you just say that out loud? Because there is power when you speak truth with your own mouth. Repeat it after me. God is changing lives through my children's ministry. One more phrase. God is changing lives through me. You may want to say that out loud over and over and over again if you're having a discouraging time or you're facing some big challenges and let that truth just sink into your mind and heart. Remember, God is at work in the world around us. He invites you to join him there to get a front row seat at watching him do amazing things. Hey, thanks for listening today. I hope this encouraged you. I know it did me just sharing these stories, but if it encouraged you, why don't you share it with some children's ministry friends and try to encourage them too? And one thing that would also be super helpful is if you would just hop on over to iTunes and rate the podcast and leave me a review because that helps me get this message out to as many of our Kidmen friends as possible. And that's what it's all about. That's why I'm putting the time into doing this because I want to encourage you guys to stick with this for the long haul. Children's ministry folks are my favorite folks on the planet. And I want to make sure that I've done everything I can do to build you up, challenge you, encourage you, equip you for the next season of ministry. Hope you have a great week serving God's kids and families. And I will see you back here next time on Simple Kid Ministry.